It's a Friday. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a very warm and official welcome to episode numero uno of Sunday Night Doozy. This is the episode where we take it off the ground and we send it into the freaking stratosphere. And to help me get things off the ground today, I'm joined by Declan McMichael. For those of you who aren't aware, Declan, please introduce yourself. If I had to categorise myself, I would say I'm an outspoken uh-huh. university student from the Gold Coast. And that's how I'd sum it up. Very interesting. I like that. I like that. And I feel like I'm also an outspoken person. I don't go to uni, but I am outspoken. Um, okay. For those of you who aren't aware, Declan and I have been mates for the best part of five years, I think it would be. Yes, yes it, it would. take. And in that time, we've shared a lot of a lot of memories that I cherish. Too many. Too this many. This has been pretty much ups. Like, usually there's ups and downs, but here there's just been ups. And I think it's only responsible that we share some of those ups mm. with with the general public. Now, there, there just, there's too many stories for me to even, even name. So I'm wondering, Declan, is there anything that you can think of off the dome mm. to share with the people? Honestly, one that comes to mind is the old bottle cork story. And I know, uh, I know you remember yes. this. Yes, yes, this yes. is back in about grade 10. Uh-huh. Uh, we're sitting at the back of a friend's house, Will. And this was back when we weren't really allowed to be drinking alcohol. No. We were underage. Uh, we were always getting it from someone else. And so this one afternoon, we're sitting at the back... Uh, drinking in there. It comes to the night time and at this point we definitely allowed to weren't, weren't to be drinking. No, no, no. We get this, whatever it was, passion pop, whatever. We pop this thing and the cork comes flying out at about Mach 20 <laughs> and hits the, ten, the tin roof. Can I just a- say first, we were told by Will to be silent because his mum was upstairs asleep, which is mm. actually conveniently directly above this tin roof. So our goal was to be as quiet as physically possible. So picture this. We're all sitting at the back whispering, right? Will's mum is asleep upstairs. We're all being as quiet as possible. Out of nowhere, we go to open this passion pop, and it did exactly that. It popped so fast with maximum velocity up into the roof that it sent us scattering to hide the alcohol as soon as possible because everybody around thought it was impossible that she had slept through such a loud noise. It was a genuine gunshot. It actually gave me Vietnam flashbacks. It, was, it turned into a pretty <laughs> shitty night. But um, look, look, I think we need to go back to school because I think most of the, the memories that I will forever cherish happened mm. at school. There was just there was too many things. And I think it really excelled in grade 12 when we met a certain coordinator. Um, we we won't name him, but we can narrow it down for you. We, we He's can. between 100 and 200 kilos. <laughs> he fits somewhere in between those, those two. You can there. figure it out. Um, yeah, he wasn't the biggest fan of me. I think there was a lot of things that went down. Mm. Uh, trying to highlight those is probably going to be the most difficult thing. Well, Josh wasn't a, wasn't a teacher's pet, to say the least. No. And one that comes to mind is uh, sitting outside business class for an entirety of a lesson because somebody fucked up the air con really badly. Uh, it had actually gone into Russian or German. I can't exactly remember. And no one would own up to it. No. So instead of learning for a lesson, we sat outside. And even the, the, the good kids in the class wouldn't snitch. The people who you really thought would come straight away and just say, look, this is who did it. They, they actually sat back. They, they held their tongue. It was, it was almost a rebellion. It was. It was. It was really good to see everyone come together in unison that day. It was, it was, it was special. But I think maybe some of my favourite memories would be, A, parading into school that day. That mm. was excellent. Yes. Um, that was actually meant to be a whole grade thing, but it turned into about uh, eight or nine people, which was, um, it was pretty disappointing. It was disappointing to see mm. that turn out. Were you, were you actually part of that parade there, Declan? I wasn't, and that's part of the disappointing part, because I was, uh, <laughs> I was too scared of the consequences. But I want you to take it back to where it all started, the uh-huh. first drive-in. The first drive-in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, so we had an assembly every Tuesday, and that's where the whole the whole cohort would sit 
on these stairs outside right next to, conveniently right next to a road that goes into the car park. So I figured I'm going to show up just that little bit later so it sort of crosses off into that assembly and I'm going to play some of my favourite music as I, as I ride in and that happened to be Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. And yeah, it, was, it just went off and I, he, was, he was not impressed with that, which I don't understand why because everything I did was very lighthearted, but mm. people seem to take offense to that. And it's just... It was, it was almost a movement. Everyone started towards the end of the year. Everyone was sort of siding with Josh and, mm. and opposing the teachers became the popular thing to do. It and did. it was actually quite hilarious it was. for everyone to watch. It was. I think the thing about you and me is we are both very outspoken people. Mm. It's one of my best qualities. Yes. And that's a very love or hate thing. And I think that's why we picked up quite a few haters throughout our mm. school journey. Exactly. Because if, you think, if, you had to, if you had to look back, Josh was very hated by the teachers and I was very hated by the students. By the students, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we need to take it in to my very first segment that I'm introducing on this podcast. Now, each week we're going to introduce more segments as it goes along. But for the first week, I would like to introduce a debate doozy. Mm. Now, this is where we debate a topic that absolutely everybody is thinking about. Not everyone's choosing to talk about this, but we, we are. So that topic today is drinking milk. Mm. It might not be in the news. It might not be on social media. But I know at the end of the day, everyone goes to sleep thinking, why the fuck are there people who drink milk straight from the glass? And straight away, straight away, I'm going to object to that comment. <laughs> because, okay, just to set the scene, we've already, we've already had these debates in the past, Declan and I, because this has always just been a burning topic. Mm. I thoroughly enjoy a nice glass of milk. I probably average about a litre a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I genuinely do. Between my morning coffee... My morning glass of milk that I have with my breakfast, the milk that I have with my breakfast that I'm already having, like Weet-Bix, for example, already has milk in it. And then I have a glass of milk on the side. I'll then have my coffee. I'll then have a protein shake the other day that has milk. And right before I go to bed, I'll have milk. And that's what gets me to sleep. I, I, it's genuinely become so much a part of my routine that I can't. Josh, I barely made it through what you were just saying because I was trying so hard not to gag and throw up all over this beautiful equipment. Let me just put it to you like this. You can have an objective opinion, but at the end of the day, uh -huh. the science says, and this, I will not state my source, it's confidential, but I know somebody who gave me this information. Once you... Once you get older than the baby stage, you actually lose some enzymes in your body that break down milk. So mm. when you come to a teenager, you have all these people with bad acne, this and that, and they're going, why is this happening to me? Well, do you drink milk? Because it could be the cause. Once you reach a certain age, your body simply cannot process milk. And at that point, you have to really start tossing up. Is it worth the pros and the cons? And I'm going to say a strong no. That to me just sounds like bullshit. I, I don't believe any of that. And if that is to be true, I feel like... It's just false. That's, that's really the only way I can say it. Milk tastes good and that's all there really is to it. I don't, I don't look at what it does internally. I look at what it does externally and it makes me happy and that's all that should matter. Well, they do say ignorance is bliss, Josh. They do say that, but mm. I don't think it's relevant in this, in this particular conversation. There, there are so many better alternatives to milk. Think water. Think juice. Think alcohol if you, you're into that. Think literally any You're other telling me that alcoholic beverages are better than milk. If you, if you can find a cereal that goes... In, I wouldn't... No. No, that's fine. I'm going to replace the litre of milk I drink a day with a litre of alcohol. I've, I strongly do not recommend that. What I was saying was you can replace it with water, juice, any sort of blue drink with sugar eg gatorade and it just literally does everything better think of think of carbs if you want some energy uh -huh. gatorade has more carbs than milk does but milk mm. has way more sugar so you're telling me to cut our milk entirely i would i would strongly recommend it Josh, so but it's on my way in the morning you would say juice 
or water? I would say juice. <laughs> I would say it. I don't know if I would do it, but I would uh, strongly recommend not interesting, having milk. Interesting. Well, I'm going to get that a trial for a week and we'll, we'll see how I go. <laughs> we'll see if I make it through the week. Now, Declan, there are a lot of things that grind my gears. Mm. I'm hoping today you have something for me. Look, I've got one written for you right here. There you go. And I will quote it to you exactly please, how it's written down. Do. Nobody gives a flying fuck mm -hmm. where you're holidaying, where or when you are drinking. Uh -huh. And the last thing is when white girls pretend that they are being sent packages by companies and they thank them and all this, this and that on their story, mm -hmm. when really we all know that you paid an absurd price for it in the first place. This one really, really grinds my gears. I don't yeah. even know where to begin. I really well, don't let's know. Let's start with the holidays. Let's Kick it off for me. Let's do that. Now, I think people are under the impression that I actually give a shit where they are at any given time. Mm. I don't. Do you? Well, put it this way. One, I think one story is fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. One, but you've got to cap it there. <laughs> you do. When you make a montage of your trip, it's, that's when you're, you're overstepping the line. If I know what food you're eating, where you are at uh -huh. any given time, what the border looks like, yep. then you know you have posted too much. The reason I'm not there is because I don't want to be there. I don't care to be mm. there. So why are you taking me there mm. through the use of videos, photos that you're posting to your story? That's true. If you wanted me to come, you should have invited me. Exactly. Exactly right. I think people have just lost their privacy touch. No one wants things to be private anymore. It's always just, here, look at what I'm doing. Mm. I'm better than you. It's a sense of insecurity too. It's like, hey, this is what I'm doing. It is. I need to show you every 10 minutes. It, you're not, it's not talent. There's no talent. No. You, no. you just paid money to go somewhere. Yeah. You didn't create anything. That's all it is. It's just, you just paid to go on a holiday uh -huh. and you expect us to care about mm -hmm. it. And that leads me into saying, when I see a chick's story, mm. and she, she's got so many stories up there that you can't even see the dots of her stories anymore. Oh. It's just become tiny little things. And she says, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Thank you so much, Gymshark, for sending me this shit mm. that I paid for and you, have an, you now have an obligation to send it to me. Mm. It's like, don't thank Gymshark for the haul. You got online, you purchased it, and mm. it's now been shipped to your door. They're fulfilling their obligation. If you're going to thank anyone, you better thank the Romans for inventing business <laughs> exactly. and how goods and service transactions yes. actually work. Yes. yes. So when I see someone say that they're so obsessed with this pink poly haul, it's like, <laughs> I just don't care. I really don't care. And I'm not using your, I'm not using your discount code. I'm just not. I like, think one of the very important things is the invention of close friends stories where you yes. can annoy the fuck out of your close friends exactly. who have no choice but to be annoyed by you. Uh -huh. Yep. There's, a, there's an element of friends where there's your close friends who yes. have to care and then mm -hmm. there's the rest of us and where most people are and we don't give a fuck. That's a very good point. Mm -hmm. I think that's ridiculously true and I think that people just need to start understanding that because we're in this digital age now where everyone just wants to be everything. That's true. It's just, it's just, it just doesn't work like that. What about the last one, Josh? The drinking stories. How do that make you feel? <laughs> the drinking stories. It has become a national treasure to see how fast you can scale a drink or post it on your story. Like, you're not drinking if you're not posting about drinking, you know what I mean? That's true. And I think the cringiest thing I've seen to date, uh -huh. and I don't even know what it's called because I just don't associate myself with it, yes. is licking up the neck <laughs> of a Corona. And I sent this to you the other night. Yes. Licking up the neck, then putting it halfway down your throat, and then... <laughs> swirling it around and sculling it. I want to know who looks at that and goes, wow, look mm. at that. Is, is that like, do, do the women look at that and go, wow, that's incredible. He just flicked this and that. Like, I look at that and go, that's the gayest thing I've seen all night. Like, I, I mean, imagine viewing that in public. You see someone licking Their way a up a bottle. <laughs> they eventually get to the nozzle and they're just sucking that shit back. Like you think a you know, hundred years ago, right? And no one would ever do that. That would mm. be unheard of. You would be kicked out of the bar. You'd probably be murdered. Yeah, you would be murdered. <laughs> you would be stoned to death. You would. <laughs> 
But nowadays, that's just like, if I, see, if I look at the bar and I see someone just sucking their way up a nozzle, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm lucky enough not to have seen that. What I did see the other day, though, I don't even think I've told you this story, I was at the Sporting Globe and someone at the table, ne- <laughs> someone at the table next to us turns to his left, power spews on the ground. And he's like this SJ guy, so he had like, he had the TNs, he had the trackies on. He just gets it, power spews, hops up, leaves. <laughs> Does not say a word to anyone, just leaves. And like, he, I'm not saying he ran out, he just brisk, brisk walk. Brisk who's, walk. who's power spewing at a restaurant? I don't know. I don't know. The staff were just looking around like, did, did this guy just do that? That's the stare. That's the standard That's now. We're at now. People used to leave restaurants with their knives and forks crossed. Now people <laughs> yeah. are spewing on the ground and just yeah, didn't, briskly didn't walking Didn't think to out. even go to the waiter and go, yeah, mate, oh, look, I've actually just vomited. No, just, just brisk walk out. That's it's his a night serious done. health and safety issue. That's the way he just ends his night. It's just a quick tack yak onto the floor. And then off, off to the casino. My friends thought it'd be funny uh, once I told them that I hated seeing their drinking stories to actually start sending them to me personally. So not only do I see it on the story, and these few males know exactly who they are. Yes. Uh, they think they are very hilarious. I hope you're all listening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not funny, and I hate you. There you go. That's pretty much what you need to say. You know, that, that really reminded me of that time when we were at Jevons and I gave Jay a teaspoon of salt. Saying it was, uh, we, said, we told him that it was sherbet mm. and we gave him this teaspoon of salt. And then as I was cutting his hair, because I was, I was being a barber, as, like, he just power spewed onto the, onto the floor. Briskly walked out. <laughs> he just brisk walked and didn't say anything. One thing was, is, is mistaking, what was it, sh- sh- sherbet for... Sh- Sugar? What was it? Salt. salt. It was pure pink Himalayan salt. Well, another thing would be, who the fuck would want to have a teaspoon of sherbet in the first place? Well, even if it was sherbet, why would he be having that? It's like, okay, yeah, Josh just offering me a teaspoon of sherbet. Did not question where the source of the sherbet was. He's like, oh, he's got a teaspoon of sherbet. Sick. Uh, I'll just dive right into that. Oh, <laughs> and man. at the time, he didn't even notice it was salt. It wasn't until about 10 minutes later when I was cutting his hair. He's like, oh, shit, i got to vomit. <laughs> Pops up. And I was like, yeah, but that was actually salt. <laughs> How do you not notice you've just indulged on a teaspoon of his salt? His standard for whiz fizz is incredibly low. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was genuinely shocked at that time. I really was shocked. Oh. Well, enough of that. I'm going to take us into another segment called Unpopular Opinion. Yes. Now, you have not seen this opinion, but you're about to. And I'm about to read it out to you in the best way I possibly can. Your religions and your imaginary friends are just as real as Pinocchio or Maleficent. Please keep your fairy tales from the Stone Age in the privacy of your own home. Could you expand on that for me, please, Josh? Can I expand on it? I was Mm. hoping you would expand it. I want to know what comes to your mind straight away. Well, immediately it takes me back to religion class. Yes. And just the base of my religious beliefs Uh in beliefs meaning none. Mm. Uh, The lady who ruined everything for me. Mrs. Maitland. Oh, you're going to name her. I'm going to name her and shame her because... Uh, Hopefully uh, she's not tuning in. Uh, Mrs. Maitland, if you're tuning in, that was only a joke. So back in year 11 on the first day, Miss Maitland spoke to the cupboard and uh, it was a slippery slope from there over the next two years where uh, half the class left and it was just Chris Barrett and I left in the hottest block of the school, yes. sweating our asses off day after day and the religious bullshit that she was chirping to us just became less bearable and less bearable every day. I, I still can't believe that she spoke to the cupboard. I just, I don't understand what... <laughs> She's a crazy woman. <laughs> Did she think it was a student or was she summoning a demon from the cupboard? <laughs> we, we still don't know to this day. And if you are tuning in, please ring in next episode. Please. I, I want to know. I want to know the answer. If episode two is starring Dolores Mayland, we better... <laughs> we better I'm going to see what we can do. I'm going to see if we can get her on. Well, n- yeah, that takes us into the fact that religion is just bullshit. Mm. Like, it's, it's, it's common sense that it's just bullshit. If you don't think it's bullshit, you need to understand 
that it is bullshit. Yes. But I, I don't believe in things until I see them in mm. front of my eyes. Have you ever seen God? I've never seen God. Have you ever seen I'm, Jesus? I'm actually closer to believing in aliens because we've seen UFOs. There you go. Exactly right. I, I, like, I, don't, I just don't believe it. You're telling me that Mary got pregnant, but like I think Mary was just... Mary was... She's a host. She, 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 yeah, she got around. She mm. went to every single barn in Jerusalem and wherever. She was just getting around. Mm. She was getting around. She's like, oh, no, no, no. This is God. God, mm. God sent me Jesus. It's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. The way I look at it, it's it's probably the best lie ever told to get out of cheating. It is. It really is. Nobody nobody capping harder than Mary back in. And so in. I really like she's the best liar, and Anne Frank is the best hide and seek champion. But like, <laughs> they're on the same parallels. <laughs> they're on the same parallels. And this week on how to get sued one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, please. If if any government officials listen to this podcast, I'm I'm sorry, and I didn't mean that at all. I really didn't mean that. I'm going on to the next unpopular opinion. Adolf, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to talk about that in this episode. But no, I, yeah, I just do think that religion is just silly. And if you are supporting it, it's just, mm. what are you supporting? Well, Ricky Gervais does his segment where he says, if you are believing in religion, and let's mm. say hypothetically there's a thousand religions, yes. then you're saying 999 are bullshit. Exactly. And an atheist is saying a thousand is bullshit. So there's only one difference between you and yeah, an atheist. Why is your God the God that exists? Mm. I just, I don't understand. And he says, which God? And she says, God. And he says, which one? <laughs> exactly. There's too many. There's just, there's too much to discuss. We're mm. going to have to put that to rest now. I think if we keep going, we may we, actually get sued. Well, we might just break out into a fight because I'm actually feeling so angry about this topic <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I better just tone it down a little bit there. Mm. Now, unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. And Death and I would like to personally thank you for being a part of the pilot episode. Thank you for having me on. No, no. Thank you for being here. Now, this is the start of many episodes. We've already got, like I said, you will probably already know we've got 10 people lined up. So we've just got episode after episode. We're going to be pumping out the content. Um, we like to keep it short and sweet for you guys. I know you don't want to sit there and listen to shit for, mm. you know, hours on end. We all, we've all got lives. We're all living lives. If you know us personally, you know, Josh and I talked enough shit in the last few years and you probably got sick of it already. Exactly. And, you know, I'm busy trading stocks, doing all that sort of stuff. I, I don't have enough time to be mm. here right now. I probably like, I don't even have time. I'm, I have getting to go paid, right after this. Yeah, I'm getting paid nothing to do this right now. This is my own time. This is for you guys. Yeah, exactly. This is for the people. So thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you at the exact same time next week.